Hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Motherhood Mess Unfiltered. And today, I kind of want to just elaborate on the thoughts that the Lord has just been speaking to us over the past couple of days and the past couple of weeks. Of course, we know God has been very intentional this year with having us focus each month on what it is he has for us, what it is he needs from us, what it is he is doing through us, right? And so today I kind of want to just talk about this one thing. And I know uh, we've been talking about for this month, um, hearing the hearing the voice of God. And the reason it is important, the reason it is um supposed to be a very valid part of our lives and you know and sometimes we brush his voice off sometimes we we hear him and we ignore him because we think it is our own thinking and we begin to question it and so I kind of just want to go back to there was something we talked about last week and we talked about um, I believe I spoke about just a little bit about Peter in the boat you know Hearing the voice of God, knowing the voice of God, recognizing that it is not your thoughts, recognizing that it is the actual voice of our Father in heaven. And so in in that parable in the Bible where Peter is in the boat with the other disciples, um, there is a moment in time. Where you re- where you realize that there is a lot going on in this person's life, and I just want to focus on Peter. I don't even want to focus on the other disciples. But if you look at the life of Peter, Peter really was very close to Jesus. He really understood him as a friend. He really understood, like I'll say this, he really understood through his physical thinking, his mental thinking, but he had to learn who Jesus the Christ was. He knew Jesus the man. He had to understand Jesus the Christ. How do you understand Jesus the Christ without hearing his voice, right? And so as Peter is in the boat and um, the scripture says that the Lord constrained them to get to the boat, which almost means he forced them to get in the boat and go on without him. And when they were out in the water the waves are crashing and if you have not heard how a wave crashes if you don't know what the ocean sounds like if you don't know what a contrary wind sounds like this is what the bible said they were up against they were up against a contrary wind which means something is 100% against you and when something or someone or a situation is really against you by 100% you fight it in every direction you fight it not just physically you fight it mentally and spiritually and soulishly and the reason you fight this way is because you search your mind searches for ways to uh have a solution or these types of things right and what ends up happening is the lord will speak to you and he's not yelling over the storm he's yelling in the storm into your heart that small, still voice. And the funny thing is this, when Jesus spoke to Peter, Jesus didn't scream. The Bible doesn't say Jesus screamed. The Bible says, fear not, for I am, for I am. And and the thing is, is that Jesus didn't announce that it was him. 
He spoke to the heart of Peter because he had to speak through the storm, through the waves crashing, through their inability to understand what is happening, through their thoughts that are telling them, oh my goodness, we're going to die. This boat is going to fall apart. Lord Jesus, what is happening here? You know, and then they see this figure on the water and they don't even know who it is, but the figure speaks to them. And Peter recognized his voice because not only did he hear him through the ways and through the those things he heard him in his heart and so the reason why i said i wanted to talk about it to us how we hear is because god speaks to you the way you listen i'm a dreamer i'm a visionary god speaks to me through pictures god speaks to me through beautiful things i am a psalmist by nature god gave me uh, I, I wake up in the morning songs pouring out of my spirit and I know this is not me. I know this is the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. I know these are the things, right? And so this is the way my father talks to me. He will pick a song. He'll pick a, uh, uh, just a saying somebody says, and he will flip that thing and have it so deep in meaning for me that I have to just sit and write it out because it's such a beautiful thing. And, and, and here's what I'm, here's an example there was a time I was on my bed and I was feeling some type of way because I was going through a lot of stress. And I was like, God, I just, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm all by myself in this. I ain't got no help and these types of things. Do you know what the Lord showed me? The Lord showed me him washing my hair. And do you know what he was singing to me? He said, can't nobody love you better. Can't nobody make you feel this way. And he's right. There is no person on this planet who loves me better. There is no person who can make me feel the way Jesus makes me feel. There is nothing and no one who can compare to him by any means, by any way, by anything. There is no comparison, right? And so that song for me, that moment in time reminded me that Jesus is not just he not just loves me, but he's taking care of the small details. He's beginning to, and if you think about the washing of hair and, and just the washing, number one, my father is washing me. He is washing not just my insides, but my outsides and all the things he's taking care of me. And the thing is, if I don't listen to him when he says it, I will never believe it, right? And so the Bible says in order to receive a thing, you must believe a thing. That's why he says, believe it so you can receive it, right? And so if God is speaking to you, if God is saying something to you and you're not quite sure who it is, you know, a lot of times I test this theory, right? When I hear the voice of the Lord talking to me, is it the character of my father in heaven? Is it the character of love? Is it the character of, of long suffering? Is it the character, you know, the fruits of the spirit? And so a lot of times I will test the word of God that I hear from him against his own principles, against who he is, against how he has treated me over the years, against all these things. And so what I learned was that Jesus talks to me how I listen to him. If I'm paying attention to my dreams, I dream, dream, dream. I dream all the time. If I'm paying attention to my visions, I will envision things all the time. And sometimes this is a great thing you should do if you are wanting the Father to enter into this space with you, is you consecrate your thoughts. And the way you do this is you watch what you take in. You watch what you watch on television, on your phones, on these types of things. Because sometimes you have to quiet all the noise so you can hear 
the father. Sometimes the father will stay quiet until you quiet the noise. Sometimes the father will speak to you through the noise. Here's, here's a great example. When Moses, and I love how the father speaks to me. When Moses saw the burning bush, do you think the burning bush is what intrigued him? Or do you think the fact that the bush was not burning is what intrigued him? Right? And so when we do these things, we begin to ponder stuff in our hearts. And I love how the Bible says Jesus is listening to the ponderings of our heart. Right? He uh, he listened to everyone. You can see in scripture where he would say the father was or Jesus heard them speaking in their heart or Jesus heard their thoughts. Why is this important? Because Jesus is there because Jesus answers our thoughts. I often say a lot of times when I am pondering things or when I'm about to make a decision or when I'm about to do something, I hear the father loud and clear and he'll say the exact opposite of what I'm doing. And and, in other words, honey, are you paying attention? Yes, Lord, I hear you. Don't do this. Do the exact opposite. And the funny thing about doing what the father has asked you to do or doing what he has created you to do by, by listening to him, by being in conjunction with the spirit, by being in conjunction with um, heaven is God is not quiet. And when I, what I mean by that is the world is moving. And what do I mean by that? The world is moving. Everything on this earth, I believe, is just like the Bible said. It is made on spiritual operations. So there are operations that are happening. And so you can always see what the Father is doing around you, what has happened around you. Look at how things blossom. Look at how seasons change. Look at how the weather changes. These things are cues to what God is doing in heaven. There And a lot of people like to call nature mother nature. I do not. I call it father nature because it is created by my father and not just some random whatever they call the woman thing. (laughs) But I say that under the context of this. When the father is speaking, it is important to keep your eyes open, your ear gates open, your heart open, your feelings open, or your intrigue open because the father is moving in this season. And what he's doing in this season is he's speaking to us all the time, making sure we make the right steps, the right direction, the right choices. And even if we make bad choices, guess what? God's got a way to reel us right back in and put us right back in alignment with what he has asked us to do. And so when we are, are, are just listening to the voice of God, and if you are concerned that God is, this is not the voice or, or how do I know you test these theories against, against the love of God. You test these theories or, or the revelation you have received against you. Try every spirit by the spirit. That's what the Bible says. Try every spirit. I, I, I do believe that it includes God himself because he wants us to have this to understand that when we try him and we find him true, that we we stand on him. We stand on the word that he has said. We stand on the Bible. We stand on his principles, right? And so when we talk about listening to the voice of God, hearing, 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 sometimes we have to close our mouth so we can hear. Sometimes we have to shut our thoughts off so we can hear. And a good way to do that, if you're looking for a way to shut your thoughts down, because sometimes we got as women, we have so much to do during the day, so much to do all week long, so much to do. And we have a running list of things we must do in our head. Sometimes it's easier if you put some worship music on or just music with no sound, just so 
your thoughts quiet and you can hear the father as he speaks to you. You can hear him as he is relaying a message to you. You can hear him as he's asking you to do a thing. You can hear him as he's asking you to, uh, uh, just, just be right. And so the best part about all of that is that it is, it is a fine tuning time. I think that the Lord is asking us to fine tune our hearing because he's going to begin to speak to us differently. He's going to begin to intrigue us differently. You know, I used to, I used to say this, the Lord only speaks to me one way. And the funny thing is, is that I realized if I opened up myself to hearing him differently, he spoke to me differently. He spoke to me through how I was listening to him at the moment in time. So I say that to say, God bless you. May God open your ears to the things that are coming from heaven, to the things he is doing from heaven, to the the tent pegs that he is moving for heaven so that we may be that vessel, be the hearer and the doer also of the word. And the best part I think about all of this is that we get to get the information straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. We get to hear it straight from God, how he feels about it, what he thinks about it, what we should do about it. And the coolest thing is God still allows us choice. He still allows us to question him. He still allows us to ask why. He still allows us these things. And if we are listening to him and we are having that dialogue with the father, He will speak to you. He will give you the direction. He will give you strategy. He will do these things. Why? Because he is the God that said, ask and I will give. It is a kingdom principle. Stand on it. Live by it. Understand that he is listening. And as soon as you say, Father God, speak to me, the Lord's mouth will be wide open in your ear all day. (laughs) So I love you guys. God bless you. May God just rest on you today. May he speak to you greatly. May he give you revelation in your ears. May he give you dreams in your nighttime. May he wake you up to vision and knowing what the next move is for not just you, but for a certain somebody that needs to be loved on a certain somebody that needs to know that God is available and hears them. So I love you. May God bless you. I will see you soon in a couple of weeks when we get back to motherhood mess unfiltered. Love you guys.